2024. Happy Friday. It is Friday. Well, let's just get into the headlines. Well, Trump and Biden visit the border in a contrast of crises. You see, Biden went to Brownsville, Texas, which didn't see many crossings as of late. And also, um, Trump went to Eagle Pass where there are the most crossings. So the contrast basically was Biden says, look, there's nothing to see here. And Trump says, look, there's something to see here. Also, Hunter Biden testifies in front of the House committee uh, for impeachment. uh, And he testified that he was drunk and high when soliciting millions of dollars from the Chinese. Also, Mitch McConnell, if you didn't know, um, was stepping down uh, from his minority seat, uh, his uh, minority leadership seat there in the Senate, and um, he was the last, well, he is the last establishment Republican leader, and that he was trying to stave off a MAGA takeover of uh the Republican Senate. Well, he's gone, and now uh, the Senate is battling people like Missouri Senator Josh uh, Josh Hawley and Tom Cotton and others, including Rand Paul, are vying for a Senate leader that's going to be a more aligned with a Trump policies. So they're trying to get rid of the establishment Republicans there in the Senate and um, those aligned with establishment corporatism. Also, Kamala Harris telegraphs the 2024 cheat, its mass registration through the Obamacare, which will give them the foundation for mass ballot stuffing. You see, they have to have registered voters, the number of registered voters to match the number of ballots. So it doesn't matter if those registered voters actually cheat or actually vote. It doesn't really matter. What matters is that they're registered. And then if a ballot shows, the ballot has to match the number of registrations. So they can, as long as the stuffing matches the number of registered ballots, so all they need is names. And with all the purging of the uh, polling rolls, the voter rolls, they have to re-register people. So it doesn't matter if they're dead. It doesn't matter if they're going to vote or what have you, as long as the ballot stuffing matches, because what they tried to do in some precincts is they tried to stuff the ballots with more registered voters in that district and they were caught. So that's obviously an indication of cheating, which we know that they were doing. So don't forget to like and subscribe um, to the channel, to the podcast, leave a comment, share the podcast, 
So let's get into or tear into the headlines today for March 1st, this Friday. All right, starting out first is the New York Times and long-awaited testimony Hunter Biden assails GOP impeachment inquiry. The president's son, who had resisted testifying, condemned Republican efforts to impeach his father and to address claims in their case. <sighs> Hold on a second here. Didn't get it right the first time. So uh, the New York Post is reporting uh, Hunter Biden testified he was drunk, high or drunk when writing, sitting here with my father, 5 million China shakedown text, but still got the money. So as the New York Times put it, in long-awaited testimony, Hunter Biden assails GOP impeachment inquiry. So what they're trying to do between the dismissing of the one FBI informant who testified about the bribes. Um, All the left-wing media is trying to say there's nothing to see here in the impeachment inquiry when actually there is something to see. What we're going to look at here now is the New York Post, a readout from the 54-year-old's first son's closed-door impeachment inquiry deposition was provided to numerous news outlets Wednesday evening, citing Hunter's claim that President Biden had nothing to do with the shakedown of Chinese state-linked CEFC China Energy. The readout said Hunter admitted that he was higher drunk when he sent the sitting here with my father WhatsApp message sent sent it to the wrong recipient and is now embarrassed by the message. We're not surprised by this at all. Of course, we. this is the legal ploy that they're using, and this is why he trotted himself out. I'm a recovering addict. I don't know what I did. Always what the Democrats do is they blame incompetence. Whoopsie. Sorry, it's a whoopsie, I was higher drunk or what have you, and that's easily forgiven because everybody has fallen victim to substance abuse or whatever. doesn't matter. And it doesn't matter the fact that this was 2017 and Joe Biden was out of office. It's setting up the network that already existed when Joe Biden was a senator and existed when Joe Biden was vice president and continues to exist now that Joe Biden is president. Fox News is reporting Trump say he spoke to devastated parents of Lake and Riley blast Biden for border crisis like a war. Goes on to say, former President Trump said he spoke with devastated parents of Lake and Riley, the Georgia nursing student who was brutally murdered allegedly by an illegal migrant saying he is not going to forget her and blasting President Biden for never saying her name. The former president began his remarks from the border Thursday afternoon by saying he spoke with the parents of Riley who decided, who decided, well, excuse me, who was described as an incredibly, uh, incredible young lady. The parents are devastated and they're incredible people. He said, this is Joe Biden invasion, a Biden invasion. I call him Crooked Joe, the most incompetent president we've ever had. And this is there's no doubt of that and that they're trying to, again, they're trying, the Democrats are trying to push the failed Senate bill again. 
saying the Republicans rejected this Senate bill, which, by the way, will not end illegal immigration. And some, like uh, former Obama uh, Homeland Security Director Jay Johnson said that it will do something to slow the tide of migrants, the invasion, really, but it's just going to slow it. It doesn't do anything to stop it. And that's the problem here is it's going to be business as usual if this Senate bill passes. And that's why it was rejected by uh, the GOP majority House, which is mostly been succumb to the MAGA America First movement. ABC News reports as Trump returns to border, a closer look at what he's pledging to do if elected. He has vowed to implement a series of policies, including reinstating and expanding his controversial travel ban on people coming in from the U.S. from certain majority Muslim countries. And that's not necessarily, that is true that he's going to reinstate that, but that has nothing to do with the border crisis. Conducting what he calls the largest deportation deportation operation in the country's history and in a revamp of his 2016 campaign, continuing to work on the southern border wall. We're going to straighten things out, Trump said on Saturday in South Carolina. That was last Saturday. He went on to boast that in 2016, we had a bad border, and I talked about the border a lot, talked about it, and we're going to fix it. We fixed it very quickly, not quite in 2017. There were still over a million crossings, but whatever. It did trickle down in 2018 quite a bit. He echoed that uh, as he arrived in Texas on Thursday, nice weather, beautiful day, but a very dangerous border. We're going to take care of it, said Trump. The New York Times also reports in dual border visit, Biden and Trump try to score points at, the, a, at a political hotspot. And, and the problem is Brownsville wasn't a political hotspot. It is a place where um, they where the boarding crisis has pretty much been fixed for to some degree, particularly by um, what the governor down there was doing. In South Texas, President Biden and former President Donald J. Trump each emphasized the urgency of securing the U.S.-Mexico border, but took sharp, sharply different approaches. We all know that Biden undid all the successful border policies that Trump put into place, and allowed this crisis to occur. Even during the uh, the debates, the presidential debates, before um, Biden was so, so-called elected, um, Biden said, we definitely got to surge the border with people that want to seek asylum. AP reports, Texas battle historic wildfires as snow covers scorched land in the panhandle. If you didn't believe that there was... Um, space, Jewish space, I don't want to say Jewish space lasers, but if you don't believe there was some nefarious um, happenings, uh, uh, nefarious occurrences as uh, concerns with the wildfires, particularly in California and then in Maui, what would you think if I said it, it was indeed happening in Texas? Why is it happening in Texas to try to steal the headlines away from the crisis, the crisis at the border that have to do with the illegal immigration or the immigration of illegal aliens, the illegal border crossings that are happening there, and 
that it happened right at the time when Biden was going to go down there. And it's sort of like, and we're going to look at the headlines surrounding this, Biden's energy policy, he wants to go down there to show he's taking care of it. And when he, when he went down there, what he said to reporters is it's a Republican's fault but also with a distraction by the wildfires because people are more interested in personal suffering and you can't frame what's happening at the border as personal suffering. So we have another story to take that away. And obviously they're not going to cover to to the real extent, as we're going to show from Fox, what Trump really had to say. The New York Times also reports federal judge blocks sweeping new immigration law in Texas. The ruling halts implementation of a law that would allow local police officers to arrest and expel migrants, a victory for the federal government in its clash with Texas over immigration powers. They're going to appeal the the ruling, obviously. Uh, The problem is, and it's just like what's going on with trying to kick uh, Trump off the ballot, and I don't have that headline for today. I don't know how, I just realized I I hadn't loaded that headline that uh, in Illinois, they're trying to get Trump off the ballot there. Also, it's the same, uh, it's a wackadoo liberal judge that just unilaterally decided that Trump can't be on the ballot because of insurrection, even though he hasn't been prosecuted or charged with insurrection, let alone convicted. So I didn't even really want to get into that. I think that was the reason. But the same thing with this, is it's like whack-a-mole. They keep trying to stop what's happening here. And there's what they're doing is the Democrats and the liberals are blaming the Republicans to force them to sign on to this Senate border bill, which I already stated isn't effective to stop what's happening at the border. So what they're doing is the judges say, no, the federal government is doing something. Didn't you just see the president at the border? Well, he's not doing anything at the border. The liberals aren't doing anything at the border. They're basically trying to legalize illegal immigration and thousands and thousands and millions of uh, Illegal immigrants are being allowed to cross and then uh, being shipped around the country, never to be seen. Moving on to the next story here, Senator Mitch McConnell will step down as Republican leader in November. That's setting up a a fight in the Senate, um, which the Senate was getting taken over by America First policies. They say Trumpism, they call it MAGA, whatever. It's basically America First policies. It is a sort of... Uh, 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 nationalism, an isolationism uh, having to do with America first, not saying that we're not going to help other countries, but we have to put America first. It's the same thing as if you lose cabin pressure when you're flying on an airline, you put your mask on your child first, and then you take care of other people, or you take care of yourself, and then you take care of other people. Or was it, excuse me, I think I got that backwards. Put your mask on first and then help other people. Sorry about that. And The Hill is reporting GOP senators face Trump Trump civil war with McConnell retiring. And basically, as I just explained, that's what this is. It is nationalistic policies, not Christian nationalism, not the, what did Joy Reid said, the seven mountains, dominionism, all this friggin' crap, trying to scare secularists about this Christian nationalism. It has nothing to do with that. It has to do with we want to protect 
the sovereignty of the United States and the constitution of which it was built as a republic from creeping globalism, which is looking to undermine both the sovereignty and the constitution. It's that simple. And what does the constitutional do? The constitution protects your civil liberties, your human rights that are outlined in the Constitution, all the rights that you enjoy as an American, outline, as an American outlined in the Constitution, your constitutional rights. We're protecting that from the inching, the incrementalism of globalism that has infected the, le- the American left, which is really socialist now, bordering communist, who you want to use authoritarianism to... to a bludgeon folks into thinking that you got to help everybody, you know, and that is admirable, but the best way to help everybody is to help yourself and then wanting for everyone what you want for yourself. Respect. Do unto others as you would have them do unto you. It's the basic principle. I want for, for what I want for me, I want for everyone. The same freedoms I want, I want for everyone living in the United States or worldwide, actually. But you have to start somewhere. You start with yourself, you start with your community, you start with your nation. So the Hill goes on to report, um, GOP lawmakers aligned closely with former President Trump are urging uh, any candidate wanting to succeed McConnell to embrace Trump. Other Republican senators want McConnell's successor to keep a healthy distance from the controversial Former president, and what I was saying here, obviously, as I said many times before, is that um, what we're looking to do is, excuse me here, I get a little distracted here. Uh, What we're looking to do is not uh, uh, embrace Trump as much as the policies that he is not only... um, what, what Trump's policies all are and what he's promoting, um, but the whole movement behind him. Sorry, I got a little distracted here because I was looking at the time. Uh, McConnell fell out bitterly with former President Trump after the 2020 election and hasn't spoken to him for more than three years, creating an awkward tension in the early GOP, uh, The creating awkward tension in the party that many GOP senators want to dispel. Sorry, again, I was getting a little distracted there because I was looking for time, and now I can't, I can't find the time. So hold on. Anyway, the New York Post goes on to say the Supreme Court will take up uh, Trump's presidential immunity claim in April. And they go on to say, legal scholars are extremely thankful for uh, legal scholars are extremely thankful for the Supreme Court's decision today to take up presidential immunity. Trump seventy seven wrote on Truth Social: Without presidential immunity, a president will not be able to properly function or make decisions in the best interest of the United States of America. A president has has to be free to determine what is right for our country without undue pressure. If there is no immunity, the president, as we know, will no longer exist. He argued in a lengthy post. Um, And the thing with this is this is absolutely true. Presidents of the United States have always enjoyed immunity from criminal prosecution, not just while they were in office, but afterwards, because um, like the same thing with the immunity police have, 
you it, when you're in situations where you have to make tough lethal decisions sometimes you have to be able to do so without thinking about how that's going to affect you later on whether affect your presidency or affect you when you go back uh, to civil life the thing here is um, that must be understood is that if you do something that's heinous beyond your powers beyond the powers granted to you as president you can be impeached which means you're removed from office, or you can even be charged with treason and, and, and executed. But the point is, you shouldn't be up. The, the understanding has always been is that you are not subject to criminal prosecution either during office, except for impeachment, which will remove you from office. But for those things that you may have been impeached for, you can't then afterwards the federal government goes after you to put you in jail. That has never been known in the United States. BBC Trump immunity claim, top U.S. port agrees to hear case in April. And they also go on to say, paralyzed by the prospect of wrongful prosecution and retaliation after they leave office, which was just indicative of what I just said. Wall Street Journal is reporting Georgia case against Trump takes big hit as Fonnie Willis fights disqualification. Even if prosecutors, uh, prosecutors allowed to stay on the case, several dynamics have shifted. Basically, what it points out is that all Democrats are on the grift. All liberals are on the grift. It's, it's socialism and socialism and communists. And they the communists have always embraced um, illegal behavior and criminal behavior and not only that, they encourage it. So they encourage criminals, they encourage um, immoral conduct, but certainly unethical conduct. And they and they use every trick in the book to undermine their political opponents. That's the way of the world of the communist. And the uh, particularly the authoritarian communist. NBC News reports how Biden aides are trying to shield the president from protests. The president's term... Team has deployed tactics such as uh, hosting several events and withholding their precise locations uh, from the media and the public to minimize disruptions. And what they basically say here is um, that the efforts have resulted in zero disruptions at events the White House or the campaign have organized for Biden in the five weeks since he was interrupted a dozen times during an abortion rights speech in Virginia. They have also meant the Biden is appearing in front of fewer voters and not personally engaging with some of the key constituencies who uh, support his struggling, uh, who support he's struggling to gain even young voters. Uh, and the the biggest thing that we have to understand here um, is that He's not just getting protested by the Gaza people, the ceasefire people, although those are the main disruptions he's facing. He's also facing other protests from other people, uh, particularly over immigration. So, and and why is he facing protests? Because his policies suck and people don't like his policies. That's why you face protests. While Trump, fa Trump faces some protests, but he faces mostly supporters. And the problem is with Biden... He doesn't attract supporters, so his supporters don't outweigh the protesters. 
From the New York Times, Biden's Energy Balancing Act the last few years have been great for energy production. You won't hear the president bragging about it, though, and why do they say this? This is because the Biden administration has never published um, that chart, which shows that he has created um, almost close to energy independence, but his production of energy has gone up. Why? The president is bragging about his record oil and gas production. His reluctance highlights a political problem for him and other Democrats. Biden wants to phase out oil and gas eventually to fight global warming. But domestic oil and gas production is expanding on his watch. That brings political benefits. It helps reduce energy costs. And polls show America's Americans largely support it. That's, that's the conflict there, the contrast. But most drilling also means more pollution and the fury from young progressive voters. The reason behind this, obviously, is that people don't, they can't make the connection between they like low energy costs, but they don't like drilling for oil. It's very evil because that's what the environmentalists, which have been uh, basically undermined and usurped, invaded and infiltrated by the global elite. And this is basically for a push me, pull you type of thing where people are like, oh, I don't want to hurt the wildlife with drilling or whatever, but they also don't want to pay $5 a gallon for gas and they shouldn't have to. And especially during a, a political election year, that is what goes on is that presidents with lower prices at the pump do better. Because people can't connect one and the other. Also in political news, Axios is reporting Marianne Williamson re-enters the 2024 race after besting Dean Phillips in Michigan. Next Gov reports healthcare.gov enrollees will also re receive voter registration emails, Vice President says. The Department of Health and Human Services is making voter registration information accessible to those who enroll to health care through the Affordable Care Act digital marketplace following through on a commitment that some lawmakers have pressed for since 2022. Since President uh, Kamala Harris said during a, Vice President Kamala Harris said during a roundtable with voting rights leaders, you know what that means, cheaters, voting rights. Everybody has the right to vote if you're a citizen and you're registered. Harris told the, uh, the convened leaders that the HHS will start emailing information on how to register to vote to everyone who enrolls in the ACA and said that the first email was actually sent last Friday. And last year, we had 21 million people enroll from coverage. So we're talking about a significant number of people. And of course, you know why this is, is that voting rights is not about voting rights. Basically, what they do is they send you an email and all you have to do is click. You have to click to enroll. And click you clicks you right through to enroll, particularly as a Democrat, but just to enroll to vote. And as I mentioned in the lead, is that they use a number of registered voters to determine how many ballots they could stuff or bring into the counting room on election night. Financial Times leaked files reveals Russian military criteria for nuclear strike. And they go on to say the tactical nuclear weapons, the minimum criteria for tactical nuclear weapons, and the threshold is lower for Russia, uh, particularly when, it, you know, when NATO is knocking on the border 
and threatening um, their security, particularly their strategic security. Russia's tactical nuclear weapons are designed for use at the battlefield and have more limited range compared to the strategic nuclear weapons, which could reach the U.S., which they also have plenty of. So it's not saying one or the other. This is an important story. AFP Brazil urges new globalization at G20 meeting that says, the AP says, overshadowed by Ukraine. Regardless, um, Brazil called for a new globalization to address poverty and climate change as finance ministers of the world's top economies met Wednesday, but the Ukraine and Gaza wars risked overshadowing the plea. It's time to redefine globalization. Brazilians... Uh, Brazilian uh, communist finance minister Fernando Haddad told his counterparts from the group of 20 leading economies opening their first meeting of the year, Sao Paulo, we need to create incentives to ensure international capital flows are no longer decided by immediate profit, but by social and environmental environmental principles. Uh, He said remotely after coming down with COVID, and the deal with this, obviously, is, is that capital flow by private corporations shouldn't be determined by, by uh, profit, should be determined by what, social environmental principles. So he's de- definitely pushing uh, those terms, those social credit terms for corporations that were made um, earlier, and that uh, even uh, the leader of BlackRock, Fink, said that he's trying to get away from the uh, environmental and social ESG, environmental and social governance ratings that this guy is is proclaiming and trying to promote um, that people are trying to get away from because we saw what it did all over the world already. They're still pushing this agenda, this globalist agenda, but it's really not working. It's not sitting very well by uh, the citizens of the nation states. New York Times, uh, long COVID may lead to measurable cognitive decline. It's really just COVID. COVID and the shots which promote you getting COVID Uh, This is a biological warfare on you and all COVID, whether it's long COVID or not, affects your cognitive ability. It's not just long COVID. You call it anything you want. You can call it whatever. What it is, it was a manufactured virus that everybody got, so everybody's going to become more stupid because of the result of it. So... The best thing to do is to manage it because it'll stay in the spike protein, whether it's created by the shot or COVID, stays in your system and gets into your brain. AP reports chatbots inaccurate, misleading responses about U.S. elections threaten to keep voters from polls. And they go on to say, with presidential primaries underway across the U.S., popular chatbots are generating false and misleading information that threaten disenfranchised voters, according to a report. Based on the findings, artificial intelligence experts and bipartisan group of election officials, 15 states and one, tor- uh, one territory will hold both Democratic and Republican presidential nominating contests. Artificial power chatbots for basic information, including how to register. So 
they're already ahead of the game here trying to get you to believe that the reason people are going to vote for Trump is they're misinformed by AI or what have you. More uh, technology news. Apple investors reject call for a report into company's AI use. Apple Incorporated shareholders rejected a labor-backed request for artificial intelligence transparency report, which would have delved into whether the company is using technology ethically. The proposal, proposal submitted by the AFL-CIO Equity Index Funds was voted down at, Apple, at Apple's annual meeting on Wednesday. Shareholders also rejected other measures. The AI proposal urged Apple to disclose the ethical guidelines that it follows in adopting the technology. Artificial intelligence raises a number of societal po uh, policy issues, social policy issues, but the mo most one is is the statement also warned about the threat of layoffs stemming from automation, which is AI. See, that's the thing here. As you reach the bottom of this paragraph, they go into this a number of society, uh, so social policy issues according to the measure supporting statement that includes whether or not it may result in biased decisions against employees or violate the privacy of customers. But the statement also warned about the threat of layoffs stemming from automation, which is the main reason they invented AI, is to displace human workers. In more news, OpenAI, Elon Musk sues OpenAI, accusing it of putting the profit before humanity. Lawsuit says Chief Executive San Altman's deal with Microsoft has broken organization's mission. And as I said before, well, I'll just read from the story first off. The lawsuit filed in San Francisco on Thursday claims that OpenAI is now developing artificial intelligence, artificial general intelligence, a theoretical form of AI that can perform a range of tasks at or above human level of intelligence for profit rather than benefit humankind. OpenAI Inc. has transformed its closed source de facto subsidiary of the largest technology company in the world, Microsoft, under its new board is not just developing but is actually refining AGI to maximize profits for Microsoft rather than for the benefit of humanity, alleges the suit. Yeah, not surprising. See, what the and Altman was actually on the side of this, and that's why he, when he was, he first of all, that's why he was fired because he was uh, talking about it in public. But also how it, why it was rehired because everybody that works there was doing the same thing. They wanted to build this thing that could be beneficial and not have it taken over by uh, Microsoft, which was seek not only the board seeking profits like Apple, uh, which uh, the board is basically all the investors. So it's the elite rich people that invest in these tech companies. That's why they're doing so well. I'm not going to belabor that too much. But the point I'm trying to make is that Everybody is worried about how uh, not just the profit-seeking aspect of it, but using it for nefarious means. Most particularly at the top of the list, displacing humans. AP reports U.S. adults fracture along party lines in support for Ukraine military funding, says AP Nork poll finds. We don't need to belabor this too much. 
Meanwhile, there's a their support is increasing for Ukraine for war by Democrats. Four in 10 Democrats say that U.S. spending is too little on aid in Ukraine, up from 17% in December. So four in 10, that's almost half. People are so stupid. That, do you see the shift of people that want peace and want liberty? Liberals are moving to the Republican Party, anti-corporatists are moving to the Republican Party, anti-authoritarians are moving to the Republican Party, and the Democrats are becoming the corporatist party, the party of war, the party of authoritarianism. The article goes on to say, this is from my state, <laughs> Chloe, Chloe Henninger, excuse me, a Democrat from West Hartford, Connecticut, was among those who said U.S. is spending too little on aid in Ukraine. She said it was important for the U.S. to show commitment to democracies like Ukraine that are under siege. Hey, Chloe, they haven't had an election in two years. How is that a democracy? It's not a democracy. When the military goes up and rounds up clerics and priests who are preaching against war or people or citizens who are trying to avoid the draft, how is that a democracy that's not a... Did they, did they have a referendum of the public that asked whether they want to go to the peace table or want to keep fighting? It's not a democracy, Chloe. Freaking 20-somethings are just stupid. From a humanitarian point of view, there were sovereign borders agreed upon internationally. Not true. They weren't agreed upon internationally. They were defined by the Soviet Union. Asshole. Lenin, most particularly. And, and then an autocratic power went and invaded a sovereign territory. Well, there are some claims, historical claims from Russia... And it's particularly, Chloe, it's from a strategic point of view, Russia wants to protect its strategic interests and its naval capabilities in the Black Sea. Asshole. But you don't know anything that because you're a girl, so maybe you should learn something about military history. The U.S., as one of the major military forces in the world, sort of has a duty to respond Henninger, who works as a cosmetic chemist, says. Sorry, that's just laughable, Chloe. You need to read political history. And you need to understand geopolitical history. Period. To understand why people do things. Putin is not trying to reinstitute the the borders of the Soviet Union or whatever crap or going to uh, invade Europe or whatever crap they're telling you on MSNBC Telegraph revealed how Putin plans to flood the west with migrants why not why not because the globalists are already doing it the chinese are doing it why don't you just get on the train there vlad Gateway Pundit, home of top uh, Eric Adams aide, raided by FBI two days after New York City mayor calls for changes in sanctuary city law so criminal aliens can't be deported. Um, I'm going to go through this because we're running out of time. I'm going to go through this really quickly. 
Uh, the FBI has has gone in. The latest FBI comes just two days after New York Mayor Eric Adams called for changes in New York City's sanctuary city law. Um, ever since, ever since Adams became vocal about the immigration, he's been targeted by the administration. Period. Telegraph: Obesity now greater risk to global health and hunger. AP judge holds a veteran journalist Catherine Herridge, who used to work at Fox in civil contempt for refusing to divulge source. Federal judge is holding her in contempt for refusing to divulge her source in a series of Fox News stories about Chinese-American scientists who was investigated by the FBI but never charged. Um, basically, let's just get into the story. She's being sought by... The source is being sought by Yang Ping Chen, who has sued the federal government over the leak of the details about a federal probe into statements she made on immigration forms related to work on a Chinese astronaut program. The Fox News report in 2017 examined Chen's ties to the Chinese military and raised questions about whether the scientist was using a professional school she founded in Virginia to help the Chinese government get information about American service members. There you go. Bloomberg, USC's Chinese space threat growing in breathtaking pace. You know who the real enemy is of the United States. Who spies more? Who is more aggressive? Who is more uh, um, imperialistic around the globe? It could go, who is using financial warfare, uh, uh, biological warfare, on and on and on and on. And... They're leftists in the West and in the United States who are aiding and abetting this and even leaving the back door open of the United States. Reuters uh, reports New Zealand set uh, to scrap world's first tobacco ban. That was put in, it doesn't even say in the article, figures Reuters by Lucinda um, Dern, Lucinda, what, what, was the for, what was the authoritarian prime minister in New Zealand who went ballistic during covid Lucinda Ardern. Uh, she put this in when she was going on an authoritarian binge during COVID. She put in this tobacco ban. She didn't want people going outside to smoke because you might get COVID outside in the sun. <laughs> Washington Post reports the zombie, zombie CVS, a late capitalism horror story. Uh, it just says that there's nothing on the shelves. The things that are on the shelves are behind plastic. And why? It's because of, and this is in D.C., it's because of the out-of-control shoplifting and organized theft. All done by liberal DAs who aren't prosecuting, who aren't forming a, a prosecut prosecutorial deterrent to crime. Why are the TV go? Uh, why are the TV ghost networks are somehow networks that somehow survive with little reason to watch them anymore? Uh, because they're not being creative. They're getting rid of all their creative teams and just rehashing things um, uh, to make way for AI because they don't want to pay creative teams. The same reason the Daily Beast, the Intercept, the Raw Story, Progressive News, stalwarts or sue Open AI uh, because AI is going to do everything. Oh, we're at the end. Great. Uh, I just wanted to show this picture really quick of Tulsi Gabbard competing in um, the tactical games. I think it was in California. I'm not sure where that was, but she came in second in the women's uh, over 40 division, which is going to 
allow her to go on to the Nationals. So three cheers for Tulsi Gabbard uh, out there on the tactical range um, with her body armor, sidearm, and AR firing away. Good for Tulsi Gabbard. Um, that's another plus in my book. Uh, obviously, you're still skeptical on whether or not um, you know, she's on our side, uh, but she, she looks good. It's very hot. It's always nice to see a smart woman out there running tactical. Anyway, uh, that's it for me. Happy Friday. Enjoy your Friday. Don't forget to like, subscribe, leave a comment. Follow the podcast, share the podcast. And um, I will see you next week. Respect. Google me, Google me, Google me, bitch!